Welcome to the podcast that combines the mystical and the practical to help you navigate divine harmony from within. Hi, I'm April, a holistic lifestyle coach, energy healer, and intuitive with over 20 years experience in the male-dominated tech world. I'm Nikki, an intuitive and energy healer with extensive experience exploring the multi-dimensional realm. And I'm Angela, a human design analyst, lover of the cosmos, and self-proclaimed self-help junkie. And together we are Celestial Celestial Compass. Compass. Now let's dive in. Hello, Celestial Compass. Hi. Hi. We're here, and today's episode is going to be about energy clearing and protection, how to protect yourself and your home and your loved ones from negative energy or how to clear it and kind of our experiences with that. But I'm going to let Nikki take the lead on this one. So I've been in energy healing and learning about intuition for over 25 years. And when I first started, it was really important for me to learn how to protect myself. The first way I was taught the first way I remember and that I feel like really works taught for energy protection was Archangel Michael. He is the angel of protection. And he is the angel of many things, um, an archangel. He also has, so he's archangel and his band of mercy. So he is um, one of God's main angels that protects um, people on earth and his, his band of angels. Um, so I feel like whenever I'm in need, if I am walking around a parking lot at night time and I feel scared, I will call on him to walk with me. And there's been reports of, um, people doing this in life and them actually being seen like a woman with a man who's, she doesn't know, but she's asked him to be there type thing. Um, so I'll, I'll always do that if I feel unsafe anywhere. Um, but in the last I guess five to ten years I also use um, a crystal or a shape called the octahedron which is um, two pyramids that meet at the base and having that energy in my auric field is excellent for energy protection and energy clearing. I like the octahedron because I feel like it bounces somebody else's shit off of you. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if they're coming at you it just bounces right on back to them. Now, do you have to have the crystal? Or no. Or can you just imagine? No. You just say octahedron activate. And um, once you, it's really easy to attune your energy to it. You just imagine yourself being inside the shape, your whole body, and the white light coming down from heaven and moving down through the shape and down through your body, through your head and out through the bottom of your feet, out through the bottom of the shape and into the earth. That's how you attune your energy to it. Now, if you're in the practice of doing that every day and you're in a situation where you need it, if you're feeling anxious, you can just say octahedron activate and take three deep breaths into your stomach and that will calm your anxiety. But it's also excellent for protecting yourself from other people's energy. So if you're empathic and you're working with a lot of people or if you're going into the grocery store, you're going into any sort of sort of store to go shopping, it's really important that you use the octahedron to protect yourself from absorbing other people's energies because we're all balls of energy that come in to contact with other people's energy, strangers, people we know, whoever it is. So we need to always protect ourselves from absorbing other people's energy to stop it affecting our energy. 
It, so. Well, for me, it became really important to use the octahedron because being um, an extrovert and an empath is mm-hmm. really hard for me because I go out and people are how I build my energy, but as an empath, if I absorb it, then I, it, it's just like there. It's just like bam, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I've got to go. It drains your energy. Yeah, their and energy so, drains your energy. Um, but once I started activating it, when I'm going to be in crowds, especially if I'm going to be in crowds of people I don't know, mm-hmm. um, I can last much longer because it it doesn't come through. Mm-hmm. So Allison Dubois, she does something that I've started teaching Ezra to do, is when you take a shower or when you're in around a bunch of people, to take a shower and... Around a bunch of people? No, 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 no. After you've been around a bunch of people, because my son absorbs a lot of energy from other people. Uh-huh. Oh, and you let the wa- energy and you tell out. and you say I'm washing all the energy that that's no good. That's not good for me down the drain, and imagine it going down the drain. That's so she great. does that, that every time really she great. every time she does a mediumship reading or whatever. Have you she ever does showed that. him the octahedron though? Yeah, he has one, but I think that's a harder concept for but him to understand. But as his mother, you can activate it for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can activate it for your children. Yeah. I mean, I put it around our car and stuff when we're driving. And when I fly, because I'm an anxious flyer, mm-hmm. I do it. But, um, so what about energy clearing? Like, I know for me, I use incense, I use Palo Santo. You can use, what, sound, right? You can use Yeah, you can Tibetan use a sound bowl. bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, sage is excellent for energy clearing. I have, um... When I do energy clearing on clients, if I sage them before I scan them for the Reiki, the sage removes so much old energy from their chakras mm. before I scan their bodies for the session. It's amazing how much sage clears energy. I think it's the best tool. Mm. But that rattles pretty. Did you like the rattle I used I, on you today? I don't know. My ears don't like it, but my body does. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the vibration of it is great. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know what it does to my ears. Mm. You're in a very relaxed state, too, when I used it. And um, the chainsaw is going off. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was pretty relaxed with the chainsaw. Hold on. I'm glad. Sage is really good for energy clearing for your own personal space, but also in your house. So April and I do energy clearing on houses. Um, we do it to help people if they have any spiritual activity going on but it's also really good to do just every day in any house like just to clear old energy because old energy can get stuck in your house Mm -hmm. so it's really good we april and i when we do it we use a sage stick and we use a tibetan bowl um so i feel like both those techniques together are really effective Mm -hmm. i feel like the sage alone is also very effective yeah the um the sage burns different if there's spirits there and the bowl has a different sound mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that's mm-hmm. interesting the bowl doesn't play properly right if there's a spirit there mm-hmm. and the same thing will happen during or remember the, other, the last time it either wouldn't play at all or it would get so loud it would that piecing sound yeah it was mm-hmm. awful <laughs> there were a lot of them there and the bowl does it on a chakra too if it's out of balance or the sage stick goes in a different direction if the chakra's out of balance. Mm. It's interesting the way the smoke reacts to spiritual activity or um, whatever's not in balance. You know what I thought was interesting is on Facebook the other day, I think it was something you posted 
Um, but several people were saying, I just have the need to sage mm-hmm. my house. Like, really? I, yeah. I think yeah, you did too. Yeah. It was I, didn't I, I didn't get it. I was asking about how people are feeling in Pisces seasons because mm. Pisces is such an expansive energy mm. that I was like, every time I was in my house, I felt like the walls were just closing in on me. And then I'd go outside and I felt fine. Right, right. And then Eric's like, well, maybe we need to cleanse the house. And I'm like, you know, I was thinking the same thing. And so I started thinking, well, it's because we're in Pisces and Pisces doesn't like to be confined. And here we are in a, your house is confining. It didn't affect me at all. It's interesting. Mm, but I got that same feeling. So I opened all the windows. What day mm-hmm. was that? Do you remember? Uh, the 18th, I think. Maybe I had something going on. Maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe I was already outside because mom had a lot of appointments around mm. there. We, uh, for us, we do the octahedron in our house. Um, we use incense to clear our house and typically do it once a month. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Something else we always use for, for protection is salt. Um, I have a salt water spray that I spray around all the windows and doors once oh. a month because salt protects your home. How do you throw the energy out with the salt if it's in water? Well, I just spray it around the windows and wipe it. Okay. Um, it's just like, you heard of um, the first of the month, put cinnamon on your front door, it brings in abundance. No, but I'm gonna start. Yeah, so you put cinnamon on your front, you can you can put it like on and then you blow it into your front door, but it's kind of messy. So what I do is I mix it with water and then I put like some kind of symbol on the door. You can't really see it, but. Mm. So it brings abundance. Also, I'm learning feng shui. Oh, hey. And you're supposed to, I did not realize this because we don't use our front door because our garage and everything is behind our house. Mm. Um, so our main entrance is our back door. But for good feng shui to bring in abundance, you should use your front door at least once a day. Huh. Because you're walking in abundance. And make sure your door's nicely decorated, that your front entryway is very welcoming. Um, use colors like yellow and mm. which I just happened to have yellow in my front door just happened to be that way mm. yellow um, and then black for flow so easy flow how did you get into feng shui? <clears throat> I have always been interested in it, just a little here and a little there. But now I'm like really like I mapped out my house and put a compass so I know where west and north and everything is. Mm. So I can create an abundance corner because it should be the farthest left that you can see from your front door mm. corner and like all this stuff. because mm. And like have a bowl of oranges in your living room and in your kitchen because oranges mm. represent abundance. Can they be fake? No, they need to be real. But you can eat them. Mm. You just replenish them. Mm. I have um, on my mantle, I have different crystals for different types of protection. That mm, are yeah, that's mm-hmm. another one. And something I do in my house is put crystals, see above my doorway, mm-hmm. um, for energy protection to stop the bad energy coming in. So I use selenite and um, what's that black? Obsidian. Is that what it Termaline. is? Termaline. Black tourmaline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black tourmaline and. Um, selenite above my doorways to the entrances in and out of the house. On then the you can add quartz. Clear quartz. Clear quartz because that will amplify the things that you bring in. So if you bring in money, you bring in, so you want to hmm. use it on your front door too. Cool. To bring in the good stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's know. just as much about setting it up to bring in as it is well, what you want to Well, that's what Angela's talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So keep out what you don't want. And see, this is kind of where I'm new to all this. 
because I, I'm very much of a mentality of an all or nothing kind of person. And so like, you know, <clears throat> when my, in my, um, empathy my solar plexus exploded and i could feel everybody's stuff mm-hmm. and i told you guys and you're like okay tell the octahedron what you want and what you don't want yeah for me it was like I either block it all out or i take it all in i did not realize that you could control control yeah. i want to block out x yeah. but i want to receive y of course you can so that's something that's new and Switching interesting and for me hey april Mm-hmm. Because that's something I'm, I, I'm just like that with everything. I'm an all or nothing dieter. I'm all or nothing exerciser. I'm all or nothing everything. <laughs> it's most most important, Ange, to turn it on and off. Right. Because you don't want to be walking around absorbing everyone else's energy. You choose when you want to turn it on, and you want to absorb mm-hmm. someone else's energy. And you most of the time you don't want to be absorbing strangers' energy. Right. So I've heard of people who will go on each corner of their house outside and they'll bury a crucifix. It's mm. um, interesting to have Jesus protect their house. But recently, I heard that people do that with the courts as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would think that you could do the stones that you have for protection, and, and the then the, well, the courts that you want to bring in, mm-hmm. you could put them there together. But you do it at each corner of the, the house. house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, great. And then some people do it if they know where their yards end. They do it at the corners of their yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't done it, but and whenever I'm doing energy protection, like when we have tornadoes and bad storms come through, if I if if I ever feel unsafe in my house, did I tell you we had someone bang on our door at one oh, a.m. Yeah. in the morning? Yes, I. First of all, I use the octahedron around the house, and then I use the angels to the north, south, east, and west, and I put them around the four corners of the property or the house and feel their energy protecting it. Like, mm. so if it's a tornado, I feel the energy grounding the house into the earth really strongly. And when we had tornadoes the other the other week, I imagined it surrounded by bricks, like our whole house surrounded by five layers of bricks, and, mm. it was, and, on, and on the roof too, and I'm like bricking down the roof so it wouldn't mm. tear the roof off the house, like, Tornadoes freak me out, but mm-hmm. so and then the north, south, east, and west are the so that's another concept into the, the crystals. Is yeah, the yeah. I've had the angels in my house before. There was a situation going on, and Aaron and the kids left, and I was there by myself. It was when I was pregnant with Georgia, and um, we both felt like something was off, but because of where they were going, I couldn't go. Um, and after he left, all of a sudden, all these angels posted up inside my house. There were four to every door and two to every window. And I have a lot of windows and a lot of doors. But the whole, and then as soon as Aaron pulls in the driveway and opens the front door, they leave. Huh. It was the, I mean, it's never happened again. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I told my grandmother about it the next day and she goes, well, I knew what was happening. So I was praying for the angels to protect you. Oh. And, you know. And so she always, you know, believed in what I could do and didn't make me feel crazy. But um, Did you see them, like, glowing with light? No, they were not glowing. They were, like, armored. Ah. That's that's what Alison Dubois says hers looked like when she's seen the angels one time. They are armored. They looked armored and like kind of scary. Yeah, they do. She said But I'll tell you scary. what, I knew nothing was getting in my house. She hmm. says that she was writing her last book and she was up in a cabin somewhere in the mountains and something spooked her and so she called on the angels and they were there like armored standing that she was it was kind of 
startling for them. It to, is because, the way they looked because it's not what you imagine, like what you're seeing on TV or whatever. But, uh, but I wonder now that I'm very much in in tune with everything and how strong hers is. Is did did they have to be extra strong angels Maybe. to protect us for whatever Maybe. was coming? Hmm. You know, like. Because normally when I see angels, they're what I'm expecting. That's mm-hmm. the only time I've ever seen them. Hmm. Interesting. I've had uh, military soldiers post up on my front door when Aaron deploys. They'll stand out on my... You mean the spirits? Yeah. Hmm. Post, um, they've been from the Civil War age. Now, don't ask me what side they're on because I don't know. <laughs> but And you haven't asked them to come. They've just come on their own yeah, accord. They, they like stay, thanking him. They stay on the porch while he's... Oh, really? Wow. They guard your house. Mm-hmm. Got goosebumps. The whole time he's gone. Um, uh, We didn't see them the whole time he was gone, but they would appear. Well, you probably weren't trying to tune into them the whole time No, I just know either. one day, we, DJ and I were walking downstairs, and we stopped. And we're like, do you see that? Did he see it too? And he was like, do you see that? And we were like, yeah, because back then we had a screen door, and so we could leave the front door open and you could have the glass. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we both saw it. And then Georgia says she had an angel that would come back and forth between home and Iraq. Wow. And that so was, that was Aaron's angel. I think so, but he would come and talk to Georgia. But both of them were like, Oh, that was just a dream. And that's what they tell me now. Mm. It was very real to that. How old was Georgia then? She was three. See? She was seeing the angel and talking to it and interacting with it. Yeah, but Aaron didn't want me to teach her to believe that crap. Now he's like, Okay. Fine, there's a ghost here. <laughs> yeah, though, you know, I still don't know if he believes, but he doesn't argue with me believing. And he wants to come learn how we clear houses mm. from spirits, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Well, I really feel like his intuition is opening up more. Probably. There's going to be a lot of spiritual awakenings during this next three years with Saturn being in Pisces. It's going to be a lot. Uh-huh. It's, I, a I, lot of people believing things that they're like, I can't believe I believe this. I know, right? I feel, I feel like, like that, that's going to happen. I feel that energy Yeah, somebody, um, I was watching a video or something, and they said that they think that this next round is going to open up to where astrology isn't woo-woo, mm-hmm. that it's legit. And energy healing isn't woo-woo. Right. Well, I mean, they, they were specifically talking about astrology, astrology. but mm-hmm. I think it's all going to fall into the same thing. We're not going to seem as crazy I'm people. telling you, I told you, I feel like Reiki healers are going to be the new doctors, herbalists are going to be the new pharmacies, like things are going to change because things are being uncovered, which is what Pluto does on all the shit that we thought was safe and that the government was going to protect us and that things are going to do. And we, we're, we're, people are realizing that we have to take things into our own hands and determine what's good for our bodies and which what's means good we're going to go back to the way it used to be where we trusted mm-hmm. nature mm-hmm. And, and did those things and mm-hmm. then doctors only came in on the most severe yeah. things yeah yeah i was um i don't know if i said this before or not but um i was listening to an interview with um a energy healer that i guess he has a show the healer on tlc i've never seen it mm-hmm. um but is that Charlie Goldsmith? I don't know his name. I need to look is it up. Is he tall and blonde? Is he a couple I don't. I, he does, a, Charlie Goldsmith does lives on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was a podcast. So I don't know. What he have you like. seen his show? Mm-mm. I think it's called The Healer. Maybe that's him. And he's is that amazing. accent. 
like British or something? Yeah. Yes, he's that's Australian, okay. actually. Oh, maybe he's Australian. Yeah. But his dream, because he was asked, um, where do you see energy healing going? He's like, what I would love is to partner with medicine. And while people are in the waiting rooms of the ERs, I'm out there assessing yeah. with Heck energy yeah. and calming them and taking the anxiety away and healing what I can heal until the actual doctors can do well, what see, that's, that's going to be the way of the future that's right there. Because I don't amazing. think doctors are going to go away. No, I don't think they're going to go because we need them. But. Yeah. but I do think there's so many things that energy can help with. Mm-hmm. Heat is amazing. Mm-hmm. If y'all, if you haven't watched The Healer, you have to watch it. <laughs> watch it. I commercial for everything. Charlie Goldsmith. Charlie Goldsmith is amazing. I haven't watched a lot of his episodes, but the ones that I have watched, he heals like that. Oh, just wait. We're going to have them on here, and that's when we know we're big, because we're going to be right? interviewing them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I think we got off track a little bit, though. But that's okay. So, anyways, the point is, there's so many different ways to protect your your energy, yourself, your home, right. to clear yourself. It's finding the tool that resonates with you and the intention behind it is what I feel like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, true. Some people are grab more gravitate more towards towards crystals. Some mm-hmm. do the salt. Some do sage. Some mm-hmm. whatever. I just I feel the, the intention. I feel the, um, when you throw the salt out, there's a release. Mm, yeah. Is that the salt ball? No, you, yeah, where you put the salt in the bowl mm-hmm. and then and then it absorbs all the negative energy mm-hmm. and you th- go throw it out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel some kind of satisfaction with it. Mm-hmm. I don't do it very often, but I feel satisfaction yeah. when I do. I, I'm with you with that. I, see, I feel it. I can feel it like, it's gone. Yeah, but it's really bad, though, if you forget to throw it out. Oh, yeah, and then I'm like, man, it's so stagnant in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot to throw the salt out. Oh, yeah, that's been here for a week. Oh, another one I've heard of is putting water in the corners of your house, and it it will help absorb negative frequency. And very religious people say to anoint your doorways with oil. Mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I use sandalwood too because that's a protecting oil. I is put it? that on myself. And a lot of them will th- use holy water mm. to uh, anoint. Where do you it? get holy water from? The church. The Catholic Church. I mm. guess you can get it from somewhere else. I don't know. Look, I don't know if anybody can make water holy, but the Catholic priest can make holy water holy. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> That's the only place I know how to get it that is legit. Right? I'm sh- I, I, I feel like you could pray your own holy water. I'm sure you it, can create your own holy water. Right? Growing up Catholic, though. Yeah. We're, we're all connected, and we all have a piece of the divine in us. I think we can. Right. We can. We can make it whole. We can yeah. test it. We can test it. Bond yeah. us a vampire. <laughs> get get priest holy water and April holy water. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is it for this episode. Hope you found it. Hope you found it helpful. Bye guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey there, Celestial Compass listeners. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. If you are, please give us a rating and review as it helps us reach a larger audience. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Celestial Compass Podcast. And if you'd like to work with one of us, go to celestial-compass.com. And as always, thank you all for your support. Bye.